Now you are listening to um, NWO Podcast. You know, I was the biggest thing in the world. Fuck you, nigga. You ain't shit, nigga. I know who you are. You got these white people fooled. You ain't shit, nigga. Your parents are pimps and poor. You're nothing, nigga. You better sit on your knees. You better pray, motherfucker. Well, <laughs> somebody sounds a bit upset. If that doesn't motivate you to pray, I'm not sure what will you either. <laughs> but this is the Niggas with Opinions podcast, and I am Benesi. Take a shot of me. Also known as the audio engineer extraordinaire. And I'm joined by my brothers in nowhere. Because this week, we're doing things a bit different. We're going to take a step back. We're going to revisit. We're going to retouch on some things that have taken place over the course of 2020. And this is all going to be done with the host of the Adulting I Hate It Here pod at the helm, Miss Tanya D. Please make sure to check out her show. She is amazing at what she does. And on behalf of the Niggas with the Penis podcast, I want to take this opportunity to thank you for your continued love and support over the course of this crazy, crazy year. We appreciate you guys deciding to take this crazy ride along with us. And we thank you. For those of you who have family members who haven't been so fortunate this year, our love, thoughts, and prayers go out to each and every one of you and each and every person that you hold near and dear to your heart. And before you guys get to asking, when did you guys record this? When did you guys record this? You hear it now. This was recorded a while back, but this was a great collaborative effort that we put on with Miss Tanya D. And we hope you guys enjoy it. We love you. And keep on keeping on, guys. Peace. Yes, yes. Welcome back, my fellow adultees and adult adjacents. This is the Adulting I Hate It Here podcast. I'm your host. I am Queen T. I am Q-W-E-E-N-T-E-E. Same thing on the Instagram and anywhere else. Um, what's up, guys? It's been a long week, but this is a very special episode, an episode I've been waiting on for quite some time. I'm here with uh, four Negroes who <laughs> happen to have these things called opinions. So I am here with, wait, 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 let me do it in the actual style that y'all do. Me, Ricky, Ben, Chris, and Plus, <laughs> Mike, Spike, Lee, we about to get on the bus. Come on! That's hey. the only bar I have because that's all right. what I wrote. Hey. <laughs> I'm the back of that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Please believe we sitting in the front, nigga. Just know. I, I feel at home. That's nice. Front seat. Uh, I'm so glad to have you guys here and bring the tone down. I'm angry at like two of them. But we're going to move past and forward because that's is. what we're doing. As Am I one of the two? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you know you're not. That's why you asked. <laughs> you know what? You were the, the sibling that's like, mama, you know, I got my report card. I don't know about these niggas, but I I'm got I'm at mine. age, right, mama? I'm at age. <laughs> Dang, I can't imagine what Ricky and Ben did to get on your No, it's me and you. It's me and you. What? Oh, yeah. It's definitely y'all too. It's me and you. Yes, Chris. I, I didn't imagine it would be you, but it is. But you are well coordinated since you were tardy. <laughs> that's what he was looking. That's Niggas was, who are tardy. That's why he was late. You should change your pocket. He was looking for the aqua turban. I think that's what it was. Anywho, um, welcome you guys, the NWO podcast. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> Leave me alone. 
So uh, I'm so excited to have these guys here today. I feel these headphones are weird. I'm excited to have you guys here because I do want to talk about a couple of things. Guys, y'all know that sometimes I swing into current events. Sometimes I'm talking about <laughs> real life stuff. But at this current, I mean, betwixt Jada, Willard, and Aug, oh there's a lot happening. And I feel like there that situation opened up so much space for nuance. And I wanted to bring it here to the Adulting I Hate It Here podcast and talk about it. But first, how are you guys? Ricky? I'm doing well. Um, despite the circumstances, I'm doing well. I have a lot of homework to do. Same. So as soon as I'm done recording, I'm going to get right back to that. But other than that, I'm doing well. Same, same. Plus? Uh, exceptional. Um, I feel great. I'm very surprised I didn't call you Alan. You're, uh, uh, you're learning to respect me, I guess. I'm going I'm to go back to Alan. Chris? I am doing marvelous. Wow. I'm, I've had a long work week, and um, the unwinding from that long work week has been exceptional. I feel you. I feel you. I don't know how much unwinding can happen in these days. We on curfew, all type of craziness, um, but you we're making it. Ben? Um, I'm doing well. Um, despite, uh, you know, the whole coronavirus situation going on, I've found happiness in Hennessy and my fellow brethren. <laughs> <laughs> this show isn't sponsored by Hennessy, but if they would like to hit up your girl, Adulting I Hate It Here podcast at gmail.com. Adulting I Hate It Here pod pretty much anywhere else. And uh, yeah, guys. I appreciate the feedback and things that you guys message, but also keep in mind that I don't like reading lengthy, long-winded messages, although I'm appreciative, so um, keep that in mind, guys. So, this week, boys and girls, the word of today is entanglement. Uh, <laughs> it is a verb. God. It is a verb that will apparently get you knocked between the washer and dryer. Let's talk. <laughs> So, uh, unless you're under a rock, of course, you've heard about this um, entanglement that Will, Jada, and Og has been into. Could you believe it? Og. Sorry. Okay. Nicknames. It's sweet. Anywho, um, I feel like since this situation has happened and since uh, Jada has Jada and Will went to Red Table Talk and she took herself there. I almost was a little upset that it wasn't somebody that would get in her ass about the actual situation. Even though Will kind of directed her to force her to tell the truth. Um, and for me, I feel like Will wasn't hurt or sad. He was embarrassed. What do you guys think was his original emotion in that 12, 13 minute clip? That's what I was I was going to say. I was going to say that I, he didn't strike me as someone who was mad at his wife for sleeping with another man. Uh, he struck me as someone who was pretty much saying, like, yo, you look at, look at where we're at now because your side piece couldn't keep his mouth shut. And you, this has never happened to me, and this was part of the terms. This was part of the agreement. Do what you're going to do. It just can never come out. And here we are. Now I have to defend myself in front of all these people and talk about our marriage and it's just he, like you said, he was. It looked like he was embarrassed. Be made into a joke. Yeah. The Fresh Prince has been made into a joke. It's He's never been played like this in front of never. people. Never. Never. Not even by Lisa. 
He's never been played. Like, like he's a well-respected member of our community. And you know what, too? Like, Jada knew she had to bring Will on because, you know, Will's not going to, like, kill her publicly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's part of his persona, his mystique. He's always positive. He's speaking I, life into people. I don't think he let her off easy either, though. He didn't let her off easy. He, let her, he yeah. didn't let her off easy. Um, but, again, he's not going to be the asshole. You know? I mean, but yeah. he, he was going to do with love. He's also part of that bad marriage for life. So right. he can't go crazy. Correct. Which I also think is bullshit. Like a lot of the let's talk about it. Let's talk about bad marriage because I'm seeing um, tons of hot takes about marriage from 20 to 25, 25 to 30, whatever age. Um, people who are younger than people are actually married who have hot takes on marriage. And Chris, you're our residential married person. Yeah. So I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> As to what? No, I don't want niggas fucking my wife. I, I that's not what I was gonna ask. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I mean, sorry. I assume it's trauma. Plus, Je- does it to me all the Jesus. time. Jesus, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> every every episode we do, how you feel about getting fucking wife? It's it's frustrating. No, that's not what so I'm asking. I'm traumatized. This is we're here for healing. Somebody else has to wheel this time, bro. Okay, oh, you're safe. Yeah. Let me touch the table. We're here for healing. Oh gosh, <laughs> I hate when she does this. Okay. So what I meant to ask you about marriage, because I think people have an unrealistic view of totally what marriage is. Do you agree? Yeah, I think every I think a lot of people on the outside of marriage looking in, even the people who think it's really like horrible, like plus here. Yeah. Uh, they mm-hmm. even have the wrong outlook on it. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. And in. Like, in experiencing it, I mean, it's not for anybody that doesn't like to learn. If Mm. you don't like to learn and grow, it's not for you. If you find comfort in complacency and regularity, then maybe you don't need marriage. I wonder, though, because I think that, one, I feel men, mm, majority of men, kind of see marriage as this um, prison of all the things they can't do now. But open that up because that's what they was trying to do. No, I'm saying like open that. (laughs) Just the idea of marriage being a prison. If you go to prison in order for you to survive, it requires a certain level of discipline and adaptation. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. in order for what they consider the rehabilitation to take place, you got to maintain this discipline in order for it. And marriage to me is like an iron sharpen iron situation. Mm-hmm. Like you with somebody that could grow you far better and beyond what you could do yourself because they can show you how to discipline or show you certain discipline. Can they? Like, is it their job to do that? I'm not saying it's their job, but at the end of the day, like, why are you with somebody you're not learning from? True. Plus, now I already know how you feel about these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel as if marriage in its traditional form does not serve me well at this point in my life. Why not? Um, I just, I don't want to play. Like, I don't want to check in. I don't want to call. I don't want to see something. You don't want the responsibility. I don't want any of it. I don't want to play. Okay. Right? But I feel like Will and Jay were trying to, <laughs> for lack of a better word, augment the, uh, the terms I see what you did of their relationship. It's appreciated. You know? <laughs> and <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to give you that. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> had to augment. <laughs> they tried to augment the terms of their marriage, which means that they were a little loosey-goosey with the rules. And if it works for everybody, I dig it. You know what I mean? And I think 
that like if I were to maybe find somebody who would be willing to get loosey goosey with the terms, I can probably participate. This is that's a that's another thing that I wanted to talk about because I feel like uh, the traditional sense of marriage has all of these uh, strict rules. You know what I'm saying of do's and don'ts and things you can and cannot do. What Chris? Who can make rules to the, if me and you come to an agreement? Who is to make the rules but me and you? Agreed. So I agree with you. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't understand what but ru- on that same premise, on the same premise, that's what Will and Jada did that everybody sees as so horribly wrong. That's what they're doing. They define, they redefine the terms of what their marriage was going to be. And although it's weird to us, because ultimately it's not our fucking business. And it also wasn't yes. supposed to be our business. It's just that August had, you know, loose lips. And I also wanted to say something about that in, in particular, because everybody's like, he ran his mouth, he told. I said, but also there's a part of this where it's his story too. It happened <coughs> to him too. And so to make him shut up and not speak on what happened to him, it probably was traumatic because it seemed like he really cared about her. He probably was moved in the house. He was hugging behind her while she was cooking eggs and shit. Will was walking to the living room. That's what gave him the perception that Will gave him the... What about decorum? <laughs> what about what about the unspoken rules? Don't Class. die here, please. Can you, not, can you die somewhere else? Not on the show. Thank you. You choose to come and die on this podcast? What about the this decorum? Healing. healing. Like, what about the unspoken rules? What about, like... Because <laughs> we all... I mean, he's hurt... But we also walked into this situation as all consenting adults. He's right. hurt. He's traumatized. Blah, blah, blah. That is still an adult man. Okay. So let's say, let's flip it. Let's flip it. Let's if flip. this was a young lady that was low-key being mentored, because mm-hmm. that's the role that Jada and Will were kind of playing some mm-hmm. years ago. We saw them as like, an, we saw August as another Smith or something, the way they were on vacations and home. So, of course, he Will may not have said, yes, I give you permission to, you know, devour my wife's cervix. <laughs> he may not have said that. But his complicity, is that a word? Mm-hmm. Um, while they were in complacency. Group, complacency. Look at you. But see, I... Is that the right word? It don't matter. Yeah. Complicit. He's complacent. <laughs> he was complacent and complicit. Uh, Pause for y'all using the prefix come so much. <laughs> C-O-M, <laughs> brother. Come on. Clean, yeah. Cleanse whatever, your mind, bro, body, whatever. and spirit. I don't care. Stop saying come. Okay. Com- we we going to veer away from that. But I can understand how August, at that age, mm-hmm. would think that's permission because... This person's husband is walking around, allowing me to be here. Right. I'm wearing his robe and shit like Uncle Phil. He's having a great time in there. Right. So he's not really understanding that, oh, y'all like. <laughs> like his eyes, he had the green light. He probably right. recreated the like Fresh Prince video in the front yard. I pulled up to the house, bro. As <laughs> soon as his lift got there, that's the song that was oh playing. God, bro. So. <laughs> I just feel like he was very young and didn't have much, and they kind of took advantage of that. Now, now, so the only reason why I'm saying it seems predatory is because of the premise that they got into this quote-unquote entanglement. And she's deliberately saying, oh, I wanted to help him. 
And it's like you're in the middle of probably getting divorced. You can't help nobody. You're just helping your own needs. So if their situation was reversed and it was an older man and his healing wife who adopted this young twenty, early 20-year-old girl who oh. has mental problems, siblings died. Up. Do you understand? Hibachi grill. They would have grilled that nigga. Just know it would not have been on the same No. It would not have been re- it wouldn't have been received the same way. I do think that niggas everywhere would have defended that man regardless. So defended well, I, who? The man. I know I would have. That's a patriarchy. That's that's of age woman. She walked into that situation like I would defend him just the same. Man, black Twitter would hang him up there with Arkell. Maybe. But not the men. So if she came out saying I was in love with Will or I was in love with this person and they hold me out <laughs> and kick me out and I stopped talking to them. And also, I'm kind of upset that he said this to Angela Yee. Of all yeah. This is who you give the interview people. to, brother? Yeah. yeah. All yeah. the people in the but world. Who else? All right. What all right. Guys, 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 let's have some realistic thoughts here. Who else was not going to outshine August Alsina in a room with this interview? <sighs> Nigga could have went to Drink Champs. You don't want anywhere. Nah, Don't go to fucking her Breakfast club You not having that conversation you know Over what? Tiger Ball You not though. That's what's crazy When Charlemagne did his Gucci Mane interview With barely any gyms yeah. Like they big Charlemagne up Like I almost forgot Angela Yee did yeah. this shit They crop her out of the whole shot <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they're filming it Yo I almost forgot this was she her She doesn't interview. ask the best questions, guys. No, She's not a great interviewer. She got this answer. At she this did something point, right. Point, we, anybody. That nigga was willing to talk to anybody who was willing to listen. Exactly. <laughs> this wow. nigga. So this is part of this is the part of the thing, like, with the whole August Alcina thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a therapist would probably say, hey, you know, you can't tell a person when they can. Because my first question initially was, why he wait till now? The therapist would say, well, you can't, you know. Tell a person when or when they right. can or cannot talk about certain trauma that's happened to them. Mm-hmm. But what makes this shit look crazy is it's literally the week of his album dropping, so it looks like a rollout. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If but it looks like a duck. when you're doing your in, I mean, when you're doing your album is when you do your interviews. There's no other reason to talk if I don't have an album. Now, if you ask me about some shit while I'm promoting my album, this is the time, this is the place, because they never show the question that prompted. All of that spilling that so he did. As, so to a, and every a common listener, they're gonna correlate that with promotion for your album. So then they may not take him as serious as we should, because in your mind you're like, man, this nigga just trying to promote an album, and that. you're pretty much like undermining his mental stability or his mental health or whatever it is he's trying to get across. Because he was he's probably trying to tell niggas like, yo, I was really fucked up. This shit is still I'm still fucked up behind that shit. Here's the part of the interview that everybody sleeps on, is that Jada was saying that she. That she was addicted to healing to people. healing people. Yeah. So like she would see somebody who was wounded and almost like feel impulsed you to know go. What that is? That's like what it's is that? seeing yourself in other uh, people. Seeing yourself in other and people. trying to fix some other shit. That's yeah. wrong with all, you. That's all the you. while you're broken. Uh-huh. Right. So somebody who isn't even whole can't make somebody else whole. You can never make somebody else whole. But you can't. You can't help somebody else without having your shit together. But the truth is, but it makes you even pray, easy pray because like when you're mentally not there, like we've all been in that situation where we're mentally not stable, what's better than getting pussy in that moment? I want to feel good. You want to feel good. Were her words. You know what I'm saying? So on both parties, he wasn't feeling good. She wasn't feeling good. What's the one thing that's going to make each other feel good? Sex. 
So it makes it makes you easy prey. Well, I would say intimacy because I think intimacy, it was more right. than yeah. sex because he's like in love. Like he's, he's in love for him. It was for him. It was more than sex. It for was sure. The spooning the hand holding the vacation. It was for it, him. It was what happened after sex. And then you have to, <laughs> you have to understand like you're talking about a smart experienced woman who mm. like came out through the other side of Hollywood. Right. This is a tough strong She fucked Tupac and Will Smith. I mean, you know come what's on. interesting about all of this? Like I said, they have only really be on, been on social media for about three to four years maybe. When you say they, who do you mean? Uh, the, the Smiths. Okay, yes, 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 yes. And by Smiths, I'm also including August. But... Aug. Aug. Um... <laughs> I feel like they've only been out for a short period of time because they had so much secrecy and mysteriousness to them for a very long time. So, of course, there were the rumors of the swinging and all type of things they were going on, and they never confirm or deny. And they had this just veil of mysteriousness about them. We didn't know anything until they got on social media. Jada followed Will shortly after, and they were making Instagram better for the lack of a better term, right? You wanted to go to, like, I would go to Instagram and I would see Will Smith's post and I would double tap before I even watch it because yeah, I was know fire. it's quality. I don't have to question. Um, Jada would do the same thing and, you know, it didn't have that same because mm, she wasn't mm. a Fresh Prince. But mm, Let's talk about that. What? The jealousy. Jealousy? Yeah. I don't know if that played into. I feel like she was jealous as fuck. I don't think of so. Of him? Yeah. Not when them checks cashing like that. I don't, I don't think that's just him. I feel like she was jealous as hell as far as celebrity and stardom and impact, like you say, and power. I think she's proud of Will, stance. man. I, I feel like so. she was jealous as fuck. But that's not why this happened. I don't. I don't this happened because August is messy. Nah, it spilled out because he's messy, but she fucked him because she was jealous of that nigga's stardom. She, she said she was unhappy. Sh- that's, that's an that's interesting take. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he's full of love. You know, he's I have a take. I have a take. Oh, Lord. Uh, yes, no, I just want to say, uh, people laugh at Will Smith saying Og, but to me, when he said Og, it's, it's not like he was being sassy. Like, to me, I took it as him looking at, he's just a little boy. He don't even deserve for me to call him August. I'm just going to call him Og because he's he a little was, boy. He was man shady all interview. He couldn't get the rest of the letters? Now that I think about I'm it. I'm telling you, dude, if you listen to how he said Og, it didn't sound like a nigga that was saying, oh, that's my homeboy. It's like, on you a little boy. Og don't and, sound like a cool nickname. Yeah, it's like, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, they it, gave him that. Yeah. They told him like, that nigga, was you, his you Og, nigga. Your name is Toby, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like you, like, now on. you like the stray dog that we're trying to take care of. You know what I'm saying? Like you're Og. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, when we let Og in, like the way he said, it, it was like yeah, we'll we'll ain't fuck with buddy. Like he don't fuck with buddy like that. And nah. so they provided him resources that he couldn't get. Yeah, her pussy. <sighs> health <laughs> health resources. I, you know he was sick. I mean that's the only health I knew he wanted. This is gonna happen when you guys are here. That's the only health he wanted was her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the healing. It's the, that's the healing that he wanted. So I I asked you uh, about marriage. You don't see that's something in your future. It's I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that after after I ask all of you guys. But you don't see that really in your future unless. Yeah, I mean I just don't. The, traditionally, I don't think it serves me. This make me happy. And it's like it's not like it's 1946 where I need a wife to have a kid in the legacy. Fuck that. You know what I mean? I can you can just them. be out here. I, if, if, you know, I have a son. I have a legacy already. Yeah. So, um, what's, so what are you going to do when it's Christmas time and people are posting pajamas and 
Sitting in front of the tree with their family. Great question. I find all of those things rather disgusting because I don't want them. So it's like like I would never want to be the nigga wearing matching pajamas. That really would hurt my feelings. That's how I would know it's over for you. Yeah, if you see me with matching pajamas, send help. No, I'm not okay. All the women that he sleeps with usually have families. so (laughs) Yeah, so they have to go to their matching pajamas and go away. Okay, okay. And then I would rather spend my Christmas like the Grinch. So you're going to be single forever. I mean, relatively. <laughs> I mean, until something else makes me happy. <laughs> I hope it's not crack. Um, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> um, the question is, do I believe in marriage? Is that the original question? What was the original question? I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if you changed it for plus. I probably did. But I guess it was. But, but yes, no. Just how, what is your view on marriage? Just considering you know, the rates of um, divorces. This uh, entanglement that's been going on <laughs> and all of the examples we have of marriages either failing or not working out well. Um, I think I think marriage is a beautiful thing if you marry the right person or you get with the right person. How do you know? How do you know? I mean, it it's on you. Like, depending on how that person makes you feel, things that you guys have gone through, things you guys have overcome, you know when it's the right person deep down inside. But I don't have the best examples of marriage. As far as friends go and my personal experience with my parents and, mm-hmm. and uncles and aunts and stuff like that. But there's something I definitely want to experience. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So That's a good answer. It's better than pluses. Ben? Um, not for me, it's not. I do believe in marriage because I, I, I feel like the whole I- idea and picture of marriage is something that's subjective. Uh, going back to the beginning of our conversation here tonight, I mean, you only see it as a prison if the terms of your stay are things that are being forced upon you. Imprisonment. Be- imprisonment. Mm-hmm. If if you actually low-key don't want to stay there, that that's imprisonment, is it not? But to somebody who views marriage differently or in a more uh, positive light, depending on who you are, they, they see it as a challenge. They see it as the next stage in their life. They see it as another chapter. You know, like... I, I'll be honest. Sorry, babe, if you're listening to this. Um, I'll be honest. Like, you know, just I, I was in a long relationship when I was very, very young, and I learned a lot in that space. And then uh, once I got single, I just was like, oh, I'm going to just date and just – I didn't care about that. It wasn't about, oh, I'm trying to be in a relationship with you right now. I was never that girl. And I never imagined what my, my wedding would be like. Like most girls, like, oh, I want this, and I want this at the table, and I want this centerpiece. And I'm like, oh, I hadn't even thought about it like that because I have to consider how many times I've personally changed myself. And then I have to do that with someone else in hope that we're growing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And this is a contract that we have to sign with the government to abide by these rules of whatever marriage is going to be. And I always was like, man, like, I just, I wish I felt how other girls or women felt about marriage. And it's not that other relationships were discouraging. It's not that. It was really kind of introspection. Like, I know how much shit I had to go through to get to this point of me being who I am now. 
And if I have to do that with someone else, yeah. it's going to be a task. And am I up for that task when they grow into somebody I don't recognize or there's a stranger in my home? Shout out to Tamia. Because that's what she was talking about. And it took her a while to figure out. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> there was no way that he could be who he said he was. He had to be someone else. Not after all this time. I'm not going to do this. I just, just want to say that I do have a great example of marriage and that's Chris and his wife. It's an, an amazing. An Chris amazing. just lit up just now. He was like, "Oh, thanks, man." Yeah. I had to choke this like nigga off off of the. No, it's an amazing, <laughs> it's an amazing and amazing. It, like example. with my eyes, I gave him like a stranglehold. Sometimes like, we don't have great examples. I'm watching them closely. I'm looking for the cracks. They're solid so far. I'm watching. Then <laughs> do you have a great example cracks, of uh, marriage? <laughs> a great example. A great example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Depends on what I see as great, but I mean, for purposes of answering the question, um, no. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Ricky, you said. I said Chris. Chris, Chris is it yourself? Nah, <laughs> my my prime example of marriage actually comes from my aunt and uncle. Man, um, the growth that I see, I've seen them have over the years that I've known them to be married has been phenomenal like as a kid she was a dance hall artist and had a hit single mm. you feel me and he was like working as a manager at mcdonald's and now in their latter stages of life like he now works as an actor for marvel has already acted in multiple uh tyler perry movies He's okay acted in um a few more different Marvel movies, and he's acted alongside Denzel Washington. Like, the man is hey, acclimated uncle. now, you feel me? And just watching them grow through this dynamic, like, now she's more taking a step back, and he's having the spotlight and how gracefully they're doing that. I think that was my best example of marriage that I've ever seen. That's dope, because a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't get that, even if it's close or people that you don't really know. And, and I'm I think 100% that's what happens. Sure, they've been through their shit. Oh, for sure, <clears throat> for sure. Alan, uh, do you have any examples of great marriages? Uh, Carl and Harriet, uh, Phil <laughs> and uh, Vivian. They used to always do it on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody kiss. Harriet was coming down the stairs looking. You know what I mean? Like Harriet or like which one? Which Harriet? There was never. Was there a light skin? There was a light skin Harriet. You're lying to me. They They changed Harriet. Yeah, they changed Harriet. You remember they changed Harriet? At the end, they changed Harriet. Yes. No, what are y'all smoking? They changed Harriet at the end. Like on the TV? TV show, they changed her. We're not smoking the same thing. Yes, they changed her. Y'all talking about I need to figure out what's going on. They changed her too. And once you see her, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. You know, I remember, come on, 3J, you can't do that. Yeah. I I remember talking to 3J. Speaking of family matters, let me take a moment to acknowledge Naya Rivera is still missing. Damn. They're still looking for her. She damn sure was Richie's girlfriend. She was Richie's girlfriend. She was on a lot of those shows. That's so so crazy. Thoughts out to her still. They grow up different. They grow up different because they're growing up a lot faster. Faster, In Hollywood, I don't know what they're... You don't remember light-skinned Harriet Winslow? You don't remember light-skinned... What the fuck is that? Turn this around. Harriet Winslow. Y'all don't remember? Hell no. Wait, Gina Waters' mama? Yes. 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 
That was Jesus her. Waters oh, mama nigga, was light skin Harriet. Wow. Yes. That's some bullshit, bro. You got some Photoshop shit. No. Nah. I feel like this is a part I of Mandela effect because I don't remember none of it. Everybody, <laughs> everybody hashtag light skin Harriet. In my life, <laughs> I ain't never seen that I lady never. on Y'all niggas Photoshop. I feel like y'all playing with me. They came here prepared for this shit because they got the both of us. I, I promise you, they came here prepared for this. I, they posted the picture online somehow. I am bewildered. It's from I don't the, know what that ben is. Ben probably made it. Ben's so damn good at Photoshop, he probably made the shit, bro. Wow. Wow. I feel like, am I even real? You I don't even are, know what's happening cultured, anymore. You cultured my ass. That's not real, nigga. I, that, okay, I if you what? listen to this podcast, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. make sure you hashtag light skin hair because I ain't never seen this lady I on never. the Family Matters episode. I had spent all my time Then you guys stopped stop watching after like season four or five. Fuck that's what happened because that's, 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 she was there. Look, she, when Urkel started growing a five o'clock shadow weird shit, I was like, yeah, I'm she, out. I don't want to watch. It was out there because she, she, she's been very vocal about it. The first one, she was like, yo, they didn't want to pay me my worth, so I left the show. Same reason why Dark Aunt Viv left. Yeah. For the same reason. She's probably having a ball right now. She's not. I'm sure she's laughing. Life has not been great to her. It doesn't matter. It hasn't. Right now, at this Um, great moment in time with Will Smith going through what he's going through, I'm sure she's dying. She's having a couple giggles like everybody else. I I don't care what you show me. It's all Photoshop. I feel like this is something that y'all put together because I I can't believe it. I can only think of Gina Waters' mom as the lady who got humped by Martin Lawrence. In the uh, living room on the He thought he thought it was Gina. It was, <laughs> those family hems. The physical know? comedy was top tier yeah, on Martin. Okay. Um, anywho, let's get back into right. the show. Um, so we were talking about marriages, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it because I felt like there was a dynamic of the whole situation that people weren't looking at, and that was this is their business. I know we don't like that because we like to talk about it, but um, this was the rules that they made. And even if they broke up, decided to get back together, like I said, most of what I thought Will was feeling was just annoyance, was just having to even talk about this shit after it's been years. Mm-hmm. And they've reconciled. They've been vacationing. He's been greasing her scalp. Um, all kind of good stuff has been happening. Now look where we are again because you fucked up. Be- correct. Correct. And so I feel like that's more so the issue than anything else. But again, this is the terms that they want. And the, even the swinging things. And I know y'all had a whole thing about swinging, but um, if it was cool for them, then it's fine. And they're not stepping outside of their, you know what I'm saying, rules and, re- and, and regulations they put on their marriage. It's only odd to us because we don't know that shit and we don't live their lives or have their money. And then we have the traditional view White of what marriage is. Like marriage. What, <laughs> what the Bible says marriage is, what those traditional vows says marriage is. Now, if you're telling me that marriage is a contract of specific terms that you and one person come to mm-hmm. over a ring, mm-hmm. you may have my intention. Well, that's what it is. But the my marriage that, that the church and my mama believe in, that shit is not the vibe. It's not the vibe at all. That's the work of the devil in my mom's eyes. <laughs> well, that's not the vibe. Well, oh, speaking of church, I, f- I learned something new that I wanted to share with y'all that I didn't know. So I was yesterday years old when I found out that the ushers in the church. I saw that tweet. Yes, wore or wear white gloves because, one, white Christians didn't want us touching their money. 
and ushers typically stand in like the back of the church with their hands behind their back because they were assumed to steal. So when I talk about, sometimes when I talk about religion, I say you have to keep in perspective. If that small tradition is implanted and that came from slavery, imagine what else about thing. your yeah. Dwight Jesus. That's all I'm going to say about that. Right. So I don't raise any eyebrows, whatever. No, that was a great tweet. But um, me at it's vegan worse. trap lord. The entire <laughs> thing is built on slavery. Just know. Put the blame on me. I don't give a fuck. I'm seeing <laughs> me. I'm about to smoke. I'm with you. <laughs> but it is. It, it, it is. And it. I have such a difficult time sometimes when I see the blind adoration for religion, for Christianity, from black people. And I'd be like, yo, everything these people gave us was bad, even Jesus. And I know you don't want to believe that, but it's true. I know you don't want it. Do white ushers wear gloves? Has anybody ever seen a white usher? I've never usher? even seen a white usher. Well, yeah, no, I have seen white ushers. When you say a white usher, I immediately thought about confessions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, it is a white man. <laughs> you mean Justin Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> don't try him. No, relax. Don't try usher. That's don't, not don't, even don't. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'll go crazy. It's not NWO, so I'm going to relax. Please. <laughs> but no, I've never, they don't Good wear morning. gloves. <laughs> Please. No, because they want to see white hands. Their hands are already white. So what's the purpose? What's the purpose of wearing white gloves? But also, they trust white hands. <laughs> That's so. why Mickey Mouse got on gloves. Right. Correct. Oh uh, correct. God. It's bad Mouse. enough that his ears are black. Oh they thought Mickey Mouse was a thief. Well, they come from like Sambo type stuff. But yes, all of it comes from white people playing portraying blackface and pretending to be black people. Now they so just that's put it why. In color. I saw your tweet today that said that literally everything about America is rooted in racism. And I was like... Everything you <laughs> love. Everything. Everything. Every single thing. All of it. It's, it racism it. is ingrained into it. It's yep. like woven into the fabric of the country. Systematic the oppression. The idea of segregation <laughs> is racist. Systematic impression. Right. Oppression. So there's no getting around it. And so it's not it's not by like mistake. It's it's on purpose. Like it was purposefully done. Like because they had such a head start without having to worry about us. Correct. For and, a long time. And I just gotta confess, going back to Christianity, I'm finding I'm finding it increasingly hard and more difficult to believe that this white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed man wants to save me, mm. <laughs> a black man. Understand I, I'm, that. I'm finding it hard. I'm finding it hard. That's because he was black. <laughs> but even if you dip him in black, he still watched while slavery happened. So the person that looked like you didn't do anything, that's probably now, worse. Now, here's where my mind just went, right? Jesus is a Jewish man. Jewish people are Jewish people first. It's crazy how he saved him from the Holocaust. Huh? Mm. Hmm? We're talking about it? Huh? They got saved for the Holocaust. Somebody came and saved them. America came and saved them. Fuck you talking about? What America did to us? But some would say well. the guy that works at McDonald's is considered slavery. So, you walk past so, that shit every day. You don't so, do a fucking thing so about maybe it. maybe Jesus is a white guy. Okay? Because he came for his people. You you, you, you continue to oppress. You, to you continue to oppress that man. Yeah. What? What did you do? No, no, no. He said maybe Jesus is a white man because he came for his people. He thought I was preaching. That's all he was. I was just Jesus has come for no that. one. <laughs> and if he did, he left us. Marinate with that thought. <laughs> now you gonna send us down if rabbit he hole? If he came, he 
left you because this cannot be what's what's happening right now in society and reality and the virus and the racism what happened to the killer hornets all the shit that's going on right now i think i saw one the other day did you though i think i did no, i don't I think really, so oh listen now this motherfucker was Tanya, big bro you have to learn to ignore him when he does that i feel listen, like it's the reefer this shit was big when listen all right this Joe, shit was no. literally this big. That's, okay, I'm gonna that's just crazy. stop it right oh now because you. yeah. what you're showing me as an example yeah. just doesn't match what's logical. There you go. There you go. Why this this big? That's crazy. I'm I gonna, saw it on the ground outside my garage. That's amazing, man. Take a picture next time. <laughs> Why would I take a picture of it? Just they tell it here. to hold on. And you can take a picture and then you can show people saying. so we know you're telling the truth no, and it's it was, not just stop, stop saying. You being a little hornet, high. Cause I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I seen it with my own eyes. crazy. I'm gonna take a sharp pivot because I can. Chris, what are you insecure about? Uh, basketball. You know what? Honestly, I don't talk a lot because sometimes I'm afraid that the people that I'm around, if I'm meeting them for the first time, might get the wrong idea about me. So you care about what people think of you? Yeah. Okay, Ricky. Uh, my sex. It's not great at all. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's atrocious. It's it's atrocious. What I would like for you to do is believe in yourself. I I try to. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the that's the problem. Hey, justice for Maya. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my dog been drinking sea moss. I just want to put that out there. So Maya would be just fine. (laughs) <laughs> Maya, if you're in trouble <laughs> and you're listening to this podcast, blink three times. <laughs> just put a smiley emoji under Adulting I Hate to Hear Pod Instagram, any re- of the pictures, and I will come to help you. Oh. <coughs> <coughs> um, <laughs> he about to die right here, guys. Not on I'm this show, guys. Please. <laughs> you heard what I said. That's why. <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm insecure. Um, not, not so much insecure, but I'm I'm worried and concerned about my ability to um, keep my composure when we actually do go back to work, like in the office, and I see some um, racially inappropriate activity going on in in the office. I'm I'm worried about my ability you to keep my composure ASAP. You're concerned about your ability to contain yourself against racism. Yes, when, when I go okay. back to the office, because thus far I've been shielded from it mm-hmm. because I've been working from home since March 15th. Wow, man. This has been a long journey. I didn't even think it would be here by summer. We're, we're four, well, for you, like most people are four months into not being able to go back into work, like going on the fourth month. It's, it's going to be a real drag to get back into that office even to start wearing bras all of it our life life as we knew it will never be the same again welcome to black mary you know what i'm saying and um i normally don't do this but i would like to give a solid full crispy fuck you to um disney disney world (laughs) i don't i'm trying to understand how that would make logical sense to open up to of the theme parks while the people in the offices who make the Off. big decisions big decisions and big bucks niggas, home. they're home they're working from home so the person that's dressed as as 
Daffy or not Daffy, but the person that's dressed as any of the Disney characters are well qualified to be exposed to this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who I'm more upset with, the people that are fucking going or the place that's open. I I can't decide at this current time. How you going to sanitize those big ass fucking mitts when you go rubbing every little child in the head? How you gonna sanitize that between every little kid you take a picture with? You we in the science community call this natural selection. Is what we natural call this. Natural selection. I call it assassination. Yeah, but those people that selected for the natural, um, they're going around regular people. Right. They're in your Walmart. They're right next to you in Target. All of those things. But plus, I have to get back to you. What is your insecurity? Definitely my hairline. Oh my okay. god! I feel that. Oh my line, god! That, fuck you! You see? You're you see, you see what people do? Bald you see what people? <laughs> no, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you see what, I, you see what people do? Sometimes you gotta remind them. Bald head. But it was the beginning. It was the origin. How did he you get see? to the bald? Head? Again, this bitch. is about healing. Bitch. I'm, I'm bald because I don't want to see my hairline. You nigga. can't even tolerate. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? That's why I'm bald. I'm bald because I make an effort every four to five days. I'm on this shit, and if I'm not. I'm wearing a chapeau. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, nigga. Yeah, my business. Chapeau. Fuck yeah, my business, Say nigga. You know? Say that. I totally understand that. I'm French with the nigga. So <laughs> I can... feel you. I feel you on that because sometimes I can't tell if my forehead is big or my hairline's rec- receding. As a woman, I can't tell sometimes. It's just, it protrudes. My mama said it was cute. So, um... Personally, Chris, <laughs> talk about nigga five days with no haircut. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even talk the same. I don't walk the same. You be speaking at a whisper. The fuck? I'm less confident, man. What? I look older. Like my face looks older with my hairlines back. And then you have gray hair too. Are you using just for men? Yeah, you you motherfucking right. I am. I Who got gray hair? Okay, all right. I know I wasn't going. Crazy. Who got gray hair? You got your goddamn mind. Is it to get the young hoes? Let me tell you what it was. You know what got me? I was rocking my gray hair. <laughs> I just realized this beard's not gray anymore. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I just realized it. I'm rocking the gray hair. And then the quarantine, I see everybody coming out gray. And I was like, oh shit. So I'm the only one rocking this shit? No one's really gray? <laughs> oh, oh, fuck these guys. My father dropped by the... This motherfucker's been like hair white for the past 15 years. This motherfucker's in my house with jet black hair like... What the fuck are you doing? But the nigga took off 20 years. Swear to God. Yeah. He took off 20 years. So you decided it could surely take off seven. Fuck you talking about. No one noticed. (laughs) Didn't I I slide right into it? Yeah, because. I've been around these niggas for weeks. He normally has like grays in his beard. Now that I'm looking at him like, where the fuck has it gone? I've been jet black since March. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a second. I'm looking at you. I've been around. How many times have you seen me since March? Probably once, I've been, twice. No, three, four times. Jet black as fuck. Jet black <laughs> as fuck. Wow. Jet black as fuck. I don't like being manipulative. What the fuck you talking about? So how often okay. do you have to do that? Literally, I, I did it once in March, like once in May. So maybe two months. So I was telling Ben, but I'll just be out to real quick. I was telling Ben that when I, when I grow a beard or whatever, I'm going to let it gray because I think the all gray beard looks hard. If you could still look semi, salt and pepper looks amazing. Gray yeah. hair, I like looks the all gray. Amazing, I, I like the all gray. The thing is, you're not in control of where it decides to gray. My shit grows in circles on my cheeks, yeah. like fucking, like I'm, like like I'm gray blushing. I need it at the bottom, <laughs> like Brian McKnight. Gray That's blushing. what I need. 
there's so many episode titles. This is insane. <laughs> there was like at least 11 of them. There are circles on the side of my face and then on my neck. That's not effective. That's not hot. <laughs> it's not effective. That's not effective. You That's look not like Sean one of those really, really effective of N95 masks. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I understand why you that would make you feel the way. It would make you turn it all one oh, color. Get the Tanya, when you start growing so gray. you can't talk hair. about Michael Jackson turning anything all one color. Listen, don't, Tanya, don't get me. Like his penis? I've, I've, I've been behaving. And by the way, his penis was wow. not, not that. Well, what was it since you know so much? The court documents say that when no, it was No, don't, don't, don't court documents me. Let's stop this. Let's stop this, guys. We are not. I, I refuse. We'll ruin your podcast. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Me and Plum I told ruined. you guys what we're here to do, and it's for what? Healing. 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 Okay, that's where we are. Heal the world. Make it a better place for you, you and what, for me. You see what he does? He manipulates. Human race. Tanya, can you heal me because I'm not okay right now? I'm not okay. I don't know what's happening. I'm not okay. But, you know, I knew this would happen when, when this show would happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I prepared when you myself. Some, when you invite some niggas on. I, I just knew what happens when the end of the words do that. Um, <laughs> so... All right, I'm going to ask some personality questions since I was asking about oh, insecurities. Um, and the reason why I asked that is because I don't feel like sometimes men have safe spaces to say whatever that thing is. and Because you don't even tell your homeboys really what your insecurity is. You don't really tell anybody unless you're like shushuing with a lady and you're trying to just, you know what I'm Facts. saying? But for the most part, men don't have safe, spa- safe spaces to say true things. And that's why, like, your last episode, if y'all, y'all need to check out NWO Podcast. You will be laughing from beginning to end. Um, and they always touch on great topics. Now, I'm going to warn you in advance, there is a lot of um, niggotry on this show, but they also swing through with the gems and all of the good things that you would love. So definitely check their podcast out if you haven't already, which I'm sure you probably already are. Um and where can they find you guys? Everywhere. Cool. On Instagram and Twitter. Cool. On Twitter at the NWO Podcast. On Instagram at NWO Podcast. And on YouTube, just search the NWO Podcast. Make sure NWO you like podcast I'm not sure why you're clutching your, check, your chest like so, but um, and I he's just, swinging. I just got my lungs back. <laughs> <laughs> you can also check our, check our website. Joke? At NWOPod. You can check check our website at NWOPod.com. Cool. Check them out, guys, because it's uh, tons of fun, and I love it. They have great segments as well. Great (laughs) drop. Shout out to Ben, the producer. Um, All right. So personality questions really quick. I'm going to ask each of you, and I'm going to tell you what it means after. Uh, Ben, what's your favorite animal in the world and why? Owl. An owl? Why? It's or who? It's supposed to symbolize uh, wisdom. Cool. Ricky? A lion. Because I feel like I'm a king and the lions are lions are kings. Kings of the jungle. Chris? Elephants. Why? Because um, of the size. I, was, I, I always admired the size of an elephant because I was a small kid. Okay. Plus? I like elephants because of the size. Well, that's how you perceive yourself. 
however you see that animal, your favorite animal, is how you perceive yourself. So when you said an owl, um, what was the reason? Wisdom. Wisdom. So you see yourself as a wise person. That's my answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Ricky, you see yourself as a... As a king. Boom. And you see yourself as a big person, despite your size. Plus... You see yourself as a big person. Bitch, you big, I'm bigger. Makes sense now. <laughs> you see how <laughs> it makes it makes so much sense. <laughs> you see how it all made the this is for healing. So, second question. What is your second favorite animal? Second. If you had a second. Any one of you can jump in. I'm a not gonna chameleon. put the pressure on anybody. A chameleon is your second favorite. Why? I like the chameleon's ability to disguise itself. A disguise and adapt? Yeah. Okay. Plus, it's like you're thinking very, very goddamn hard I'm over just, there. I, like, I don't even think of animal in terms of likes, but I always found hyenas to be hilarious. I can't believe they sound like that. <laughs> 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 I can't believe they sound like that. But you, know you like funny? them. You know what's funny? People probably go to this comedy show saying that. I think he's hilarious. I didn't think he sounded like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're allowed to. They sound like that. That's the same. Out of all the animals in the world, that is your second favorite. Marinated. I mean, I'm a cat person. I enjoy cats. Okay. Why? Because you know what? Cats don't need my love consistently. Mm. They can be independent. Now that makes sense. And they don't need me to always pour. They come for my love when they need it. And when they don't, they do their thing. And I appreciate that about them. That makes so much sense. They're not needy. So is that why you own like seven at one time? Take it easy. Yes, I, re- I recall. You're, oh, that's why you brought, yeah, I had like three. And it was, <laughs> it was dope. I think it said seven. <laughs> yeah, he tried to cat lady. Ricky, what is your second favorite? A horse. Why? Uh, the the bill, the long hair, they're so graceful. I just love that about them. It's a beautiful animal to me. Ben? Did you say? Oh, wow, my earring. Did you say? Um, No, I didn't. I've been thinking this whole time. <laughs> Um, I'm stuck between uh, either a tiger or a cheetah. Why either? Um, they're just really beautiful animals. So your second favorite animal is how you perceive your significant other or the person you want to date. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's crazy. You know what? <laughs> For me, it's, it's spot on. I just want to say that the reason why that was my second favorite animal is because I read a book with my two-year-old son about chameleons, and I think they're really cool. <laughs> But yeah, but that means that you also like in your partner that they can adapt. Look at the cleanup man over here. (laughs) (laughs) The Apollo man sweeping up the stage. You know me. You know me. But yeah. Mr. Clean over here, nigga. You might be the one with the ball head, bitch. (laughs) For plus, that's how you see women. And that also explains why you probably don't want marriage because... You need someone who is independent, who don't need you. Affection. Right? Oh my God, that would be great, right? That makes. What about the cheetah, uh, Ben? Um, he said they're just beautiful, so he's probably a person that cares about aesthetics to like the way that women look. Fair. Shallow as fuck. I think everybody. If you look like, if you look like an NFL center, you got a shot. Ben thinks. Ben thinks everybody is beautiful. Everybody, but 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 Ben hasn't dated. Below the seven line. Let's not kid ourselves here. Okay? Let's not go crazy. You dated a few. You dated a few uh, offensive guards. <laughs> dated, sir. Well, I, 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 y'all, dated. Y'all been, y'all been around Ben longer. Yeah, longer. Yeah. 
in a in a more dating period of time. Ben, so Ben doesn't really aim below. From the first time, Tanya said so. Can we stop doing this? Tanya said so, guys. Uh, yeah. Let's shift. Has it. Has it. I forgot this is your show. We still got too much. So, guys. Yep. Yeah, come on, come on. We're going to get through everything. Right. Let, let, let. I'll be forgetting where we at. <laughs> okay. So, uh, next question. When you think of the ocean, what do you think of mm. anybody? When you think of perfection? When you think of the ocean. Oh, what? Ocean. What okay. do you think of? Being lost. <laughs> Being lost? Fucking Death. unsafe, unpredictable. Okay. Death. Jesus. <laughs> Ben? Life. You see life? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I just wow. think of, when I think of the ocean, I think of what is out there. What is I just feel there? like a never ending fear? of, it's, there's definitely fear. Like, what is out there? Something waiting to eat you. And what made anyone want to go in the ocean, like a human? Only 5% of the ocean has been explored. Um, and I believe it. Explored. Of course. Chris? I'm with plus death. So that question, the answer is how you perceive love. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> if you perceive, we the same nigga. You just don't admit <laughs> no, it. No, we're not. we the same. We I can't wait till his wife hears this. We the same. It is how you perceive love. We are absolutely love. not. How we perceive love. So right, because the ocean is so vast and anything could happen. It's the same way. With so love. now that you say that, I want to hear everybody's answer again. So Ben, That's love is fair. life. That's, That's what it is. That is not fair because mm. I have a I have a very like love is I felt, yeah love can be fearful Bro, no but also you had a very inquisitive curious attitude I was like about what's it. out there what's out no. there you want to it's, it's like just, it's never ending mm, it's a it's an inquisitive kind it's of attitude toward crazy. love you want to know what love is y'all better not harmonize on this show <laughs> <laughs> this is sharp all right next question and last question when you think of darkness what do you think of any of you Emptiness. Emptiness. I'm really making you niggas think. Oh, yeah. like Very introspective. Really just nothingness and how much I want light. Like, nothing makes me want light like being in the darkness. Right. Mm. Like, I just want to, like, especially now that I have the cell phone, whenever I'm in darkness, I just want to, please, so I can Such see. A just I a just, piece of light. A, a yearning to see. Oh, Jesus. You? That's a beautiful answer. I see, like I say, self-reflection. Self-reflection. Yeah. As light as you? Okay. I was <laughs> <laughs> you are the light. <laughs> I can't wait to light up a room. Calm your fucking knees. Chris is a fucking candle, nigga. What is happening? Y'all are falling apart. <laughs> I need you to keep it. No, we good. We good. We good. Okay. I was, I was literally going to say being blinded. So darkness makes you think of being blinded. Okay, so the uh, that question is how you perceive death. So, plus you would have, uh, I guess, the personality of someone that desperately wants to live. Yeah, I'm not gonna take death lane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like it, like definitely. I've always said that if I'm in a coma, don't you pull the plug. Give me 200 days. Just know I'm on the other side. I'm trying my ass off to come back. To I'm no slouch here. Yes, Don't pull the plug. The I'm working off. Hey, all I'm, the whatever I have to do to get back, know I'm trying to do the thing. Don't pull the best. plug. Don't you I fucking emptiness. So I wonder what that look. I mean, what does that mean? In death you don't death? believe. You don't believe in the afterlife, right? That you think there's just going to be a nothingness. There's nothing. Yeah. Nothingness. And okay. for Chris, you said introspective. So you think that 
once you do die that you're gonna know things. Yeah. Yeah. You become an ancestor. And what did you say, Ben? Being blinded. Uh yeah. You may be blindsided. You ain't gonna see it coming, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, that ain't gonna die out of nowhere. God, please. Don't do that. Uh, I, I love those questions because they definitely do give an insight on personality. Did you, give, you didn't give us any answers. You guys want them? Yes. I really do. I of course we want them. For. Oh, Come okay. on. The Talk to us, baby. <laughs> what you mean? Um, My favorite animal is uh, any species of monkeys or... Um, Apes. So what does that mean? Because. What does monkey love mean? Because. Well. Oh, yeah, because. I just see. Well, they can't speak. And they're very. Um, what's the word? Is it, they're very human-like in a way. And they still have yeah. the, the feelings and emotions like humans. But without all of the bullshit. They're just simple. They just want to swing, have fun, eat. They're very Perceive simple. Perceive bullshit because you can't speak monkey. And that was how you perceive well, love? <laughs> uh, that is how I perceive myself. You perceive yourself. Mm-hmm. So what is that, like seeing somebody who's relatable? Somebody who's just like, I guess somebody who's just like you. Yeah, probably. Probably. But somebody who's I, down I to earth. as intuitiveness. Because they can't necessarily speak to one another, mm-hmm. a lot of their interactions comes right. off of, I know what you need already, so here you go. Right. Emotion, just being aware of things. Um, Second favorite animal? My second favorite animal would probably be a lion, probably. Mm -hmm. Just the how powerful they are and how much respect they demand just from their presence. So, um, and that's what you see in a partner. Yeah. 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 Um, How do you view the ocean? Ocean, um, scary, and that's how I perceive love. Fucking die. Yeah, it's just uh, so much unknown, but so is love. Like it's the same thing. But it's also beautiful. But it's just nigga, what the fuck? I mean, it can be. It can be beautiful, but it's so vast. It's hard to really see that. And when I think of darkness, I think of peace. So I think that death, death is probably peaceful. just peaceful. Because it got to be better than this shit. That's all I know. <sighs> I, you should sleep great at nighttime, bro. Do you believe that I when people know. die? Because some people believe that when you die, you come back in like another form or something. Reincarnation. Reincarnation, yeah. I mean, I feel like that is... Let's talk about it. I feel like that is an attachment to this world. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even imagine that you mm-hmm. wouldn't be around, that you would... Imagine yourself to be in this future life or this other body. Because really, because you don't the want yourself fuck to die. Out of here, come on. What are the odds? You don't want yourself to die. Of what? Odds of what? That you come back as some other shit, bro. It's over. I know. You know. That's what? how I feel. But it's like I wasn't. I'm in this Michael Jackson sh- group shit. You know, what I'm saying called the Moonwalkers, and they were saying like, how can you possibly think this man is alive when his music is being played all over the world? His videos are being watched. Like his spirit is still here. Like living somewhere, and I'm like, I started thinking to myself, and that night I was drunk. I'm like, maybe he is here somewhere. Spare me the hippy dippy well, shit, bro. I'm gonna <laughs> hippy dippy like, shit. I can't wait. To I'll tell you the truth. For this Honestly, wait. how I feel about <laughs> death and the spirit and the body, like your body is this temporary thing that you get um, for a little while, and your body has changed so many times. You were in a two month old body. You were in a five year old body. You were in a ten year old mm-hmm. body. But you're still you on the inside. So I know you're not that body. 
That's that's for starters. If I can take something away from you and you're still you, it's not you. That means I could take your job, your car, your children. Your I know you don't want to think about those things, your but it's real. If I could take it away, it's not you. If you're still there and can talk to me and can, you know what I mean? So you could take away parts of the body, your leg, but your you arm. But you would still be, be there. You still be you. Right. So that 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 lets me know that the body and the soul are not attached that way. And when the body goes, something happens to the soul, the essence that's the you. essence of you. Right. And nobody can duplicate you. You know what I'm saying? And small story, how I got my first and middle name is I was named after a cousin that died a crib death. But when I was born, I looked exactly like her. So my mom gave me uh, her name. And, of course, my own last name. But um, they thought that it was Tanya coming back. So that's why I have my name. That's crazy. Yeah. But to, to think that Everything that makes you you disappears because the body is gone is 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 insane. Mm. Because we we see it through life. If I take your body, your limb, your eye, your whatever, you still you inside. Right. So what happens to that? So then imagine then that like it's like being in the building when the power shut off and you're just locked in that motherfucker. What do you mean? Because if you're saying, right, that, like, I can take away everything in the body, mm-hmm. but you're still you. Mm-hmm. That means your mind, your wherewithal, your memories, your thoughts, your actions, they're still yours. Your consciousness. So if, you're con- so if I cut off the lights, uh, in essence, so cut off, the, cut off your body, mm-hmm. then who's to say you leave? Maybe you're just in a building with no power. So the doors are locked, you can't see, the windows are shut, and you're just in this building that's dark and dead and you're in the ground and you spend an eternity bored as fuck but that would require consciousness to be bored i would have to be aware and if you take my conscious do you know what it was like in your mother's stomach in the womb it's darkness but you were there so are you implying that the consciousness goes somewhere 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 like the soul is when i say consciousness i'm not talking about a brain those are two different things whatever that thing is you're saying Mm -hmm. that it goes somewhere my belief my belief, my personal and no one else, is that we come from a source. And the only analogy I have is like a lake, right? If there is a lake of water and I scoop it up with this cup right now, the cup is me because it's the shell. This is what the water is in. What's inside it is the source. I'm a part of the lake. But when you put me in that cup, I'm the cup. Like Bruce Lee was saying, you become whatever it is. Whatever, you're, whatever you scoop that source in, that's your body. But when you die and that cup breaks, the water just goes back to the lake. It goes back to the source. And to me, it doesn't have a name. It doesn't have God, Allah, Atman. It doesn't have a name. That's something that humans do to that to make sense of what it is. But we still come from just this source with which I don't think has any name at all. That is very interesting. Yeah, yes, sir. It doesn't have That's any a conversation name, but I have when you're never high. heard <laughs> that line of thinking before. Yeah. So us being returned to the source, you just us, return. us being poured back from the cup that we were in, back to the water. It's interesting. Large body of water. I can dig it. Right, because it's just this infinite source that you come from. That's what makes me me. I, no one can duplicate me. You can dress like me. You can talk like me, but you won't be me. Same thing for you, you, you. So you're so unique. That literally no one on earth is like you. How would you think that gets encased and put in the ground? 
But you know what I also think about too is I would never want to live forever. Me neither. I would <laughs> I would never want eternal life, like to live on earth forever. I would never want that. Just watching people you end up falling in love with die but only because as you the live. body sucks. Right. Earth like sucks. no, I'm saying even if even if I was stuck in my prime body forever, it's so just like I, if I could have my 25 year old body forever. Oh, sign me up. I'm doing. I'm game. Yeah, I would never want to. Do I'm that. game. Earth's watching my kids stuff. die, watching people that I love die. Oh, I, I, I would, Sayonara. Sign me up for the next one. <laughs> Sign me up for the next one. <laughs> Are you crazy? Where's my new wife? Sign me up. He's just going to get him bastard. Uh, going to be a vampire. Going to have wives on retainers. <laughs> gonna Literally, going to be a vampire in Brooklyn. What are you talking about? Vampire in Brooklyn. I feel like that is a life of torture because That's you have to is. think about all that life. Life is beautiful, and I don't mean to be bleak, but... There's so much ugliness about it. That shit that you just have to deal with, yeah. like back pain, like shit just stop working. You know, all type of shit happens over time. That's why it's ugly. Like to grow old is fucking the worst. Hey, what if you it's live forever, but you got a little dick? That's fine. That's crazy. Hey, relax. <laughs> you think little dick? Little dick has never stopped anyone from having sex. Oh my god! Because if little dick Take guys didn't break. have sex, the world would be underpopulated. That's a fact. I don't know how we got here, but hey, um, man, we're just asking questions, man. We're being introspective today. Yeah, I know you got I us know. thinking. We never think on our podcast. You got no. us thinking. <laughs> just know <laughs> this right here is the best behavior corner, right? Here. <laughs> I'm very, very glad and we very proud of y'all right that y'all have been doing y'all absolute best. Um, <laughs> but I do have a last question before we do get out of here. If the world goes back to quote unquote whatever we think normal is or won't be post COVID, what are some practices that you want to keep? What are some things that right now COVID has allowed that now you're like, you know what? I could just keep doing this forever. When I'm in the grocery store, you got to stand six feet behind me when I'm in the checkout line. Same. People not respecting it, but I would like it. Oh, no, nah, niggas are respecting it when I'm standing there because I'm going to make you respect it. There was only one guy recently that rolled up on sure. me, and I was like, can I get six feet? And he was like, oh, my bad, sweetheart. I didn't even know. <laughs> he, like, he knew it could all be so simple. You didn't know I needed six feet. Mm-hmm. The sign on the floor says sit right there, stand six. Feet oh, they away. also aren't so. placed exactly six feet apart. It's a it, it was, it's a bunch of shit. Show, um, Just Ricky. Um, I would say I wouldn't mind the masks thing. Like people wearing masks, uh, it, it prevents a lot of things. Bad breath. Um, me having to smell your shitty breath. Um, you passing on airborne illnesses to me and my children. Like just that's okay with me. I'm not too, if everything goes back to normal, like how we knew it prior to 2020, the whole social distancing thing only fucks us up, like as far as trying to get into the party, all this, you know what I'm saying, get into certain restaurants, nigga, I want to go in and eat and get the fuck out of here, all this social distancing shit slows a lot of shit down when it comes to certain shit like that, but I wouldn't mind, you know, enforcing masks, fuck it, niggas wear a mask when you got to do social distancing. You want everybody to look like Michael Jackson. Yes, sir. (laughs) <laughs> feeling like smooth criminals, Ben. Um, I would uh, like to see the continued pressure on people doing the very base, uh, the very basic necessities in terms of hygiene. Um, I would love to continue this culture of of shaming the dirty people, okay, and, and shaming <laughs> the people who dirt don't believe in washing their hands or legs okay? or other body parts. You're a monster, okay, and I want that culture to continue um Alain 
Um, Uber Eats does this thing now called leave at the door. Oh. Okay. I mean, after you spend $50, you might as well leave it at the door. (laughs) We're like, I don't have to see the nigga. I ain't got to exchange hands. He leaves my food at the door, goes away, (laughs) sends me a notification that lets me know, hey, your food is at the door, and then I get it. That right there, I hope never goes away. I want the option not to never speak to those niggas again. Bring my food to my door and diss a fucking pair. I love it. Personally, what I would like to stay is, um, yeah, probably the distance, social distancing, um, because I don't like for people to be in my immediate space. Bruh. You don't know me. Why I don't you know you. Know in my cart, nigga? First of all, I don't like, because I'm short, and I feel like everybody's looking over my shoulder at my phone. So <laughs> uh, I definitely like when people give me my respected space. Um, even though, let me also take this time to talk about a quick regulation I think people should be implementing in fucking grocery stores. Guys, if the person in front of you, once their groceries are done on the conveyor belt and they're about to pay, then you put your shit on there. Fact. Come on, guys. Don't, don't let your shit you roll don't up mingle the sh- out, I don't know what you were touching. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think I don't think anything will ever stop that. Nah, this gonna stop it now. I do it on purpose so the person behind me can see what I'm doing. Then I because I have no problem making other people feel uncomfortable when they're doing things wrong. I just grabbed the little bar. Once I grab the bar, like they don't care. You put the bar, they put their stuff immediately after. As soon as you put the bar, that's they're when not they put giving you down. your space. Nah, and that's I'm all I'm asking for. When I do it, ain't no bar. I'm letting this person who's in front of me use the whole conveyor belt. When they leave, correct. Then I go. I so feel that you. when I leave, bitch, then you, you go. Correct. I feel you. Fucking walk up behind me and ask Follow me why. I'm what's the rush? No, what's the fuck? Give a card. What's yeah. the rush? Now don't get me wrong. If you're holding this shit in your hands, hands yeah, no, and you want to place it around the silver part, the silver no, part no, no. that's cool. You get a break. That's cool. No, because care. you were the idiot that did the decided <laughs> you got a basket. not to get a basket. A basket. Decided a basket. not to get a buggy. That was gonna be my argument. You got the basket. You thought you were I mean, getting you one have two You ever came in here like I'm just gonna get one thing, and then you're like, okay, I gotta get some ice too. Here's a nigga with Corona. You ran in there, forgot your mask, ran back outside, grabbed it, ran back inside, and said, "Oh shit, Should've I don't got have a any gloves on. Fuck it, let me just grab what I need and go." Mm-mm. You're the one spreading the shit. I'm very glad that people are being um, embarrassed and put out there that they're just being horrible American citizens. That kind of went away, but it's whatever. Guys, before we get out of here, quick seg. Signs that you're a real adult. What is something that you do now as a grown-up that you're like, wow, I'm really a grown-ass person now? Mm -hmm. Plus, you feel like you want to say something. You know, I've... um I think I have the ability now just to see the other side of things mm. that I didn't always have. Like sometimes when I think about why I disagree or why I view something as wrong, I have the ability to try to look into why they may feel that way. Mm. I didn't always have that. I was always kind of wrapped up in my point of view and why how I feel what I feel. But sometimes when you really think about it and you think about the opposition's motivation, you can see why what they want or what they say could make some sense. Ricky? 
Um, I would say uh, paying more attention and monitoring my credit. As a younger mm. adult, I didn't give a fuck about it, really. I was just doing dumb shit. And I remember my father always telling me, you're always going to be a rich man as long as you have great credit because nothing is off limits to you on earth as long as you have great credit. Now that I'm a, an adult, things that I did back in the past are fucking me over. So I'm, I have a more conscious effort of taking care of my credit and making sure I don't yeah, hear that. that. I wish your father attention. was my dad. God yeah. damn. I wish I would have listened to that nigga. I lived like I didn't have a father. <laughs> Jaden. Relax. <laughs> Chris. You know, you're concentrating right now. I'm going to come no, back. go ahead. What was the question? Uh, exactly. <laughs> ben. I apologize on his behalf. Um, <laughs> Don't apologize for me. I want to say... Um, Besides bills, because I know how you roll. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. I know how um, I roll, too. You listen, listen. I would say it's uh, me being more comfortable in, in, in myself and me being more comfortable with doing things that make me happy as opposed to choosing to please others first and foremost. That's a big step. That's a big step in adulthood, setting boundaries. Ooh, I know the question. That was a great answer, by the way, Ben. You just found out the question? Yeah. Okay. Do you have an answer? Go ahead, let them Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and, yeah. So my uh, sign that I'm a real adult is I've been paying more attention to stocks and i actually have the yahoo finance app now and i try to keep track of things because i'm trying to diversify my bonds nigga anyway i'm in the game <laughs> i'm in the game too i'm cooking let my me sell that shit for two dollars and six cents when i bought it for two dollars yeah i'm hey, rich hey, hey. i'm sorry i'm motherfucker just know that so yeah yeah i'm so glad to have had you guys here i know that it has been a journey in this episode guys i'm glad for y'all to sticking with me but um where can people find you guys again um our website is nwopod.com so there you can find our episodes you can find our shows any shows that we have coming up you can also uh shop we have a merch line that's out so you can get um our merch you can also follow us on twitter at the nwo podcast are on Instagram at NWO Podcast. Guys, I didn't even know this show would take all the twists and turns that it did. Um, it felt like an entanglement, <laughs> which was our word of the day, guys. <laughs> um, but uh, of course, you guys can always hit me up on the Twitter machine at I am Queen T, I am Q W E E N T E E. Same thing on Instagram. Don't like more than four pictures because what do you want from me? Um, also follow the adulting I hate it here pod page on Instagram as well as Facebook like page and remember it's adulting I H I H pod on Twitter because they haters and have character limits it's been a I know (laughs) 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 they do Um, but I want to thank you guys so much again for joining me for this episode I want to say F you for making me wait this long giggity but, you know, in the sake of black unity, I'm going to move forth and on. Stop. So where can individually can people find you guys outside of the NWL? Uh, plus Daddy on Instagram, underscore S-I-R-P-L-U-S on the Twitter. Plus Pierre on Twitter. And uh, plus Daddy on Snapchat if you want to send me naked pictures. Thank you. Don't, guys. Uh, you can find me at I am Benny B on Twitter. 
and on Instagram, I am Benny B underscore. Uh, my Twitter account got banned a few times, so <laughs> I'm no longer ever going to be on Twitter. Really? That experiment is over. Yes, I'm done. Forever? Yeah, I'm done. Thank Forever. God. That's messed up. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Have you seen him on Twitter? You can find me on Instagram at Ricky the King, and I usually run the NWO Twitter account, which is at at the NWO podcast on Twitter. He sometimes runs the MWO account. Whoever is canceling his Twitter account, don't think that he's t- there all the time. Okay, please. <laughs> and Chris? Um, vegan Trap Lord on everything, but if you really want to find me, you pull up at 6060 Miramar Parkway. That's what Parkway, I was waiting for. Uh, in Miramar, Florida, if you're in South Florida. Um, even if you're in North Florida, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of friends up there. They like to drive down here and come visit. Um, right now, we're not letting you inside, but if you feel like coming and uh, waiting in your car for some good quality vegan food, pull up. Pull I'm up. always with the shits. Well, guys, it's been another episode of the Adulting I Hate It Here podcast. Remember, adulting is a verb. It is something you do. It is not who you are. I will see you all next week. Bye. Ladies and gents, niggas and niggas, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Niggas with Opinions podcast. And on behalf of the podcast, I want to thank you guys again for your continued love and support. We really, really appreciate it. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And as the song is saying behind me, we need you guys to lift our YouTube channel up. Please visit YouTube.com and type in Niggas with Opinions into the search bar and subscribe and support this week's song of the week comes at the hands of Ty Dolla Sign off of his newest album, track title, Lift Me Up, featuring Young Thug and Future. Thank you so much and peace. Another new one in my collection. collection. Nothing but bad bitches up in my section. My section. Nothing but princess cuts and baguettes. Yeah. No commercial wheels up on the jet. Oh, baby, carry me. Oh, baby, let me down. Oh, baby, tragedy. Oh, baby, let me rub. Oh, baby, body. I wanna know if you can't last no longer. Yeah. Hit me up. Hit me up, baby. Cardin in a high seat, throwing private parties at the penthouse at the marquee. Four four villa, yeah. Look Kim, how I call dead press. You got more Chanel bags than your birthday. Money and power make you a mermaid. Swimming in Franklin, swimming in Benji. You get your backstroke and Stella McCartney. My game banging friends gonna be the one to protect you. You've been turning up ever since that nigga left you. Oh, baby, nasty. All nine carries. Ghosts like Casper. Those open backwards. Oh, you're a ballerina. Tipping on marble. Always got paper for your diamonds. Oh, nice sparkle. Don't your rich flick. I'm a mystery.
misfit, but I'ma keep doing some new shit. Five languages, girl, name it. I buy the shelf out of roof, Chris. Spaceship got you losing. Every day you wake up as a movie. Every day you gotta prove it. You ain't going to sleep in the jacuzzi. Oh, baby, lift me up. Oh, baby, carry me. Carry oh, me. baby, lift me down. Baby oh, down. baby, tragedy. tragedy. Oh, baby, let me rub. Baby, I took all the time.